Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our LinkedIn cyberspace through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the spymaster director of our mystery shopping report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're back. We're live. We're in North Palm Beach, Florida, and we're streaming all over the world. We're here to hell you, tell you, hell you, <laughs> how to avoid being ripped off by your car dealer. And uh, we're very excited. We're very happy. Uh, things are starting to go our way. I mean, we've been plugging away at this show for 20 years and frustrated. And uh, I did a blog just recently where I sent an open letter to uh, all car dealers and asking them, please, you know, get your act in order and because you're doing this, this, and this wrong. And then it suddenly occurred to me, deja vu, I went back and I sent the same letter out 15 years ago and nothing had changed. So it's funny how change uh, comes about. It's uh, it's almost like this digital revolution we're having, this this uh, uh, artificial intelligence uh crazy, crazy scientific uh, explosion. Uh, This is happening now with a retail business for car dealers. The Federal Trade Commission has finally, I mean, I thought maybe there wasn't really a Federal Trade Commission. It could be a figment (laughs) of my imagination. But sure enough... There they are. uh, And I've I've been online. I've, I've, uh, I've talked... Uh, with the Federal Trade Commission, I've been contacted uh, two or three times. I've had a, I had a 45-minute interview with the Federal Trade Commission because they have come out now with uh, some regulations, and they're uh, they're going to come out. They're coming out. Unfortunately, July uh, uh, it, it won't be uh, you know, as quick as we'd like it, but. After so many, many years of no regulation or enforcement, they have some uh, specific uh, regulations, and the dealers are hysterical about it. I mean, the, the, the groundswell of complaints, too late now, because it's passed, and it will be law in July. It's, uh, I, I hope you've read some of this. Uh, it's Google Federal Trade Commission. I love their acronym for their... Their name is the uh, CARS, which is Combating Auto Retail Scams. How about that? So uh, we've got some backdrops. I know Jonathan put some things together for you, but I love this. Federal Trade Commission CARS, C-A-R-S, Combating Auto Retail Scams. And this is going to make life so much easier for you. Hey, we might be a job out of a job here oh, on boy. Earl Store on Cars. By the way, we need to change our our Earl Store on Cars to that acronym. I, I'm sure the Federal Trade Commission wouldn't mind if we borrowed it. So now we're on Earl Stewart on combating auto retail scams. It's a natural Earl Stewart on Cars combating auto retail scams. Uh, the outline, and I'm not going to read all this to you. The Federal Trade Commission ruling is is uh, very long. 
Uh, number one, prohibits misrepresentation about material information. And uh, 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 there's a lot of detail on that that really grabs the dealers by the lapels and shakes them. Uh, secondly, requires dealers to clearly disclose the offering price. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a regular listener to the show, how many times have we, after mystery shopping report, after mystery shopping report, hundreds, thousands of those mystery shopping reports, they don't disclose the, uh, the, the real offering price, the actual price anyone can pay to get the car, excluding only required government charges, excluding only government fees. That's the second major criteria. Third, makes it illegal for dealers to charge consumers for add-ons that don't provide a benefit. Well, hey, dealer-installed accessories, nitrogen in the tires. I'll give a little bit away about our mystery shopper report. Uh, nitrogen in the tires. And, of course, Consumer Reports has said that nitrogen in the tires is totally worthless. It's not going to hurt your tires any. Hey, your tires are 78% nitrogen anyway. They're selling you they're selling you something you already have. And the fourth thing is requires dealers to get consumers express informed consent be charging before charging them for anything. And that's kind of a, a, a legal term, but what it really means is you really got to make it real clear to the dealer, I mean to the customer, uh, about every single penny that is charged on that car. And if it's not the advertised price plus government fees only, then you have to tell the customer that this is going to be added, but you don't have to take it. And that's informed consent. So uh, that's it in a nutshell. Love to hear your reaction. Uh, I would really love to hear from car, some car dealers out there. Uh, there's going to be a groundswell. And by the way, uh, it, it's a double-team effort with this Amazon going to sell new cars in January, starting out with Hyundai and Kia and Genesis, Amazon, and that has really rocked the auto dealer world. They are in a state of confusion. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I hate to say it. I, I hate to see it because I'm a car dealer. I have a Toyota dealership. But I, I think the value of car dealerships is going to plunge. I think that... Uh, uh, right now, it's a ticket to uh, a fat city. Uh, we can sell cars for any price we want. Uh, we're selling them for thousands of dollars over a sticker, and we're taking advantage of the customer and the financing. But when they pull out all that, you can get away with murder type of thing. I think the value of car dealerships is going to plunge. I hadn't thought about that until I started yakking. Uh, anyway, uh, this is... This is the exciting news, but to, to us, the most exciting news is what you want to talk about. So forget everything I just said. If you have something you will call us about, we'd love to talk to you. And our call-in number is 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. Uh, we will give priority to your phone calls. I'd love to hear your opinion on the Federal Trade Commission new rules or anything else you want to suggest. I would love to hear some car dealers or car salespeople or car sales managers call. Uh, you can be anonymous if you want to. We have an, an anonymous link. You go to Earl, um, I'm sorry, you go to youranonymousfeedback.com. Youranonymousfeedback.com. So you can be a competitor of mine in this market. You can be a manufacturer. You can be, you know, there are a lot of people out there don't want to... 
they don't want the publicity of talking on live radio. So go to youranonymousfeedback.com and tell us what's on your mind. We have a text number, and that text number is uh, a favorite a lot of people. We have one uh, texture who is just incredible, uh, Anne Marie, uh, and we have a lot of other textures too that really have some extremely uh, informed uh, questions, intelligent questions. Uh, a lot of them are on Facebook, uh, but most of them are on YouTube. And Rick Kearney, uh, our certified diagnostic master technician, monitors our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. YouTube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. Our text number, I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers out at you, but uh, if I don't uh, and I forget to do it, then we lose because people that have things they want to say can't get through. So our text number is 772-497-6530. That text number is 772-497-6530. My son, Stu Stewart, sitting right across from me right now. Uh, he monitors those texts, and uh, we, we, we usually get to almost every one of them. Uh, YouTube's uh, we get to also. Uh, we, we get to pretty much everything. So if you have a comment, a criticism, especially if you're a car dealer or a manufacturer, we love attorneys. Why don't you attorneys call? I mean, you've got some. This, this new ruling by the Federal Trade Commission is a meal ticket for you guys. Uh, this is going to, the, the new rules for the Federal Trade Commission come under, come under the Unfair and Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Now, the Unfair Deceptive Trade Practices Act gives you, you attorneys, uh, the right to run up your attorney's fees as high as you can and then you get reimbursed uh, by the the, the the prevailing party. So uh, if uh, if if you uh, would like to uh, get some good revenue going, you attorneys out there, read the new Federal Trade Commission and be ready in July when they go into effect, because you really are going to have an opportunity to sue a lot of dealers out there, make a lot of money. At any rate, uh, it's going to be. Uh, smooth sailing for the educated consumer after July 2024, next year in July, when this Federal Trade Commission Act goes into effect. Uh, I'm going to uh, give you the telephone number one more time, then I'm going to turn the mic over to Nancy Stewart, my co-host here. Uh, that uh, telephone number is 877-960-9960, 877 877- 960-9960. Nancy has a laptop computer. She monitors all the calls. Jeremy in the studio here the, at the radio station, uh, he flags the calls to Nancy. And if I'm talking or Rick's talking or Stu's talking, uh, whatever's going on, we stop and we answer your phone call. So please call. And she has a very special offer, by the way, for you ladies out there. If you haven't called the show before, Nancy's going to tell you pretty quickly now. What is in store for you of a reward if you haven't called the show before and you call today? Nancy, the mic's all yours. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Thanks for joining us here. We enjoy your company. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Mark, who is watching us uh, on YouTube from uh, Northeast Iowa. I bet it's pretty chilly, Mark. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Earl mentioned... uh, an offer that I had, and I do, for the ladies, 
$50 for the first two new lady callers. So give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. And uh, Earl opened the show talking about the uh, FTC. And uh, boy, oh boy, that hit the fan. I want to tell you, uh, last week Earl... Our uh, Stu mentioned uh, something, and uh, he was so excited about this news, it was unbelievable. You know, what's, uh, what's more um, uh, disappointing, I guess, for me is the uh, NADA and uh, how they reacted to all of this. And uh, they simply said that uh, it's a heavy-handed bureaucratic overreach and redundancy at its worst. And that's how they feel about it. And uh, they say it's going to needlessly lengthen the car sales process by forcing layers, they said layers, of disclosure. So uh, I think that we're prepared for a bumpy ride. And uh, it's always been a bumpy ride for us here uh, because uh, we have been at this a long time uh, fighting for you. And, you know, I want to thank Anne Marie. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, she is uh, phenomenal, and she is uh, just a, a big part of the show, and we really enjoy her company and all the information she has uh, to uh, share with us. Uh, f- as far as next w- last week and uh, the female winners, uh, ladies, I want to apologize to you. Um, uh, Joe Ellen from uh, Fort Lauderdale, who called uh, uh, Kelly, who called from Jupiter, and uh, Donna from Tamarack, I promise you I will get those checks out to you first thing Monday morning. Uh, for you other ladies, give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. And uh, you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, we have Scooby. That's uh, Scooby the dog who is going to be visiting us. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> visiting us uh, via video so you want to stay tuned for that and uh, he is out at uh, the big dog ranch and what a place it is it is a no-kill shelter I say it week in and week out but just in case you missed no-kill shelter in the United States so uh, stay tuned for Scooby uh, we are going to go straight to the phones, and we are going to talk to uh, we're going to talk to Dana, who's been holding. She's a first-time caller, and she's calling us from Palm Beach Gardens. Good morning, Dana. Good morning. How are you? Welcome. We're fine. Thank you for calling. Thank you for uh, answering. I'm glad I got through. I am too. You won yourself fifty dollars this morning, Dana. For being a first-time caller, if you stay on the line when we're finished talking, you can talk to Jeremy and give him your information, and uh, I'll get that check out to you. Okay, sounds great. Thank you. What, what can we do for you this morning? So I just had a second baby back in November, so just recently, and now I'm looking for a family, a bigger family vehicle. Um, and I'm kind of between the Highlander and the Toyota Sienna, so I want some information about what you guys think is a better family vehicle. And I'm basically, I, I know I need a third seat at this point. Okay. Um, it, it, it's, it's, really, it's so important, as you pointed out, that you're sure, you know, uh, about the comfort 
of the vehicle and what fits your needs, you know, not only financially, uh, but the type of vehicle uh, that you, uh, you know, purchase, whether it be new or used. And uh, you're going to spend a lot of time in that vehicle, so the comfort inside is very, very important. Uh, do you have any specific questions? So I have specific questions about car seats. I don't know if they'll really know the specifics on it, but um, like the two car seats that have specific models, I want to see which one would fit better inside the vehicle. And if you go for a test drive, are you allowed to put your your car seats and your children in a vehicle to go test drive at the dealership? Uh, Dana, um, where did you get your information about a safe, you know, car seat uh, that would, you know, uh, be fitting uh, to the vehicle that you're interested in? Or did you go to Consumer Report? No, I have a car seat that I've been using now in the vehicle that I um, have owned since uh, prior to kids. But when I went to, um, when I installed the car seats in my vehicle now, they were done at the fire station in Palm Beach Gardens and they were checked. Oh, great. That's excellent. An an excellent thing to do. Uh, One of the first things that I recommend as a technician, uh, when when customers ask me about car seats, uh, go to the fire station. The firefighters, especially Palm Beach County Fire Rescue, have all had special training for installing car seats properly across all models of cars, and they, they know them inside and out. Um, for putting a seat in a new car to go for a test drive, uh, Stu, I think that'd be your best answer on that, but I, I would assume that's totally okay. We, um, during a test drive situation, <clears throat> we, we had the customer asked them to, uh, to secure the, their, the car seat in their car. Um, now if there's an, an like when vehicles come out and if, if somebody buys a car and they're not familiar with say the latch system. Um, we can point out where the latch is, but it's just it's just a uh, you know kind of a liability thing that you know we're not involved. You know we we, we train people to sell uh, vehicles, right? But, like but they would be allowed to do. Of it. course, yes, obviously. Yes. Oh yeah. yes, of yes. course. Yeah, I'm just saying that we want the customer to make sure and give the final say and and, and put it in the well, yeah, right. liability. Nick, you is probably a good reminded point. me yeah. about this fire uh, departments that, for people being trained on that, yeah, and that definitely. is uh, uh, that's a great. That's something we should probably talk about more often. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can buy the world's greatest car seat, but if you don't know how to put it in the car right. right uh, you've got a problem. So, and the fire departments, I know, uh, everybody's got a fire department fairly close to them. Yeah. And you call first, I would think, and go in there. And, yeah. And Dana, the they've been doing that for, for quite a, a yeah. long time. The fire stations do a fabulous job. And you're not going to leave there unless that that car seat is secured and uh, the latches, you know, the belts, everything. And uh, you, know, you wouldn't want it any other way, Dana, right? I, I personally have uh, three different firefighters in my family, and all of them are with Palm Beach County. And so I can say unequivocally, when, when someone comes in and asks for assistance with installing a car seat, you're going to have tons of volunteers because when they're in between calls, they're getting bored. And they love Absolutely. being able to assist you. With getting right. those car seats set up. Yeah, probably like 10 of them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's entertaining. It's fun. Now, for the proper vehicle for you, for, um, what do you think, Stu? A, C- a Sienna really I could, is going to be a more open vehicle 
yeah. with a little more room inside. It's for, definitely easier to get in and out and, and to maneuver like a, a car yeah, seat, which, by the way, as parents know, isn't just a car seat. It's also a baby carrier. So you can you pop it out, and, and that car seat goes on the table. It goes with you in the restaurant. So um, that's good. And basically, any of the SUVs, any of the vans, um, they're, they're, they're um, family vehicles. And yep. they're, and they're just, you know, really uh, Dana Stu said that uh, Sienna seems to be a very popular vehicle, you know, uh, for your needs. Uh, but it is a personal decision, and it's definitely up to you. Uh, Dana, I hope that uh, we've answered all your questions this morning. Do you have any other? You have, uh, you have. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to get through. I'm actually kind of shocked. I was, I'm excited. The first one. Some, sometimes it's pretty difficult, but uh, you pursued and you got on. So uh, stay uh, tuned for uh, Jeremy. And give okay, him your, thank you guys so much. Give him your information. Dana, give us a call and let us know what uh, you decided to choose, what, uh, what vehicle. Uh, we can share that news uh, with uh, others who are listening and watching the show. Okay, thank you so much. Have Hello. a great weekend. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget your anonymousfeedback.com. We are going to talk with uh, John. Uh, John is, uh, he's been holding. Thank you so much, John, for your patience. Thank you. Good to talk with you this morning. Thank you. I'm a you. regular listener, and I also read the, your column in the Florida Weekly. And uh, I've been a, your customer since 2016 when I bought a brand-new Corolla. And now I also have a RAV4. And I have all my work done at your place. I always get there when you have a sticker that says, Come in. I'm right there to get the maintenance. I'm very happy with the maintenance. I just had one problem recently on my 2016 Corolla. I came in and they said, well, you need a new water pump. And I said, well, you know, that was a little unusual. I hadn't had much problem. But I said, go ahead. And then the guy said, well, it's going to cost you about $1,200. Hmm. I said, hey, that's a little pricey to me, but you're my garage. Go ahead with it. And when I finally got the bill, the bill was that what got me was that the labor well, the whole thing was $774. So the technician says, well, I'm going to knock $50 off of that. And I thought to myself, it sounds like some kind of fees here. If you can knock $50 off, there might be more fat in that somewhere. And it just kind of didn't sit right with me. So I was just a little... Well, no, there's no fees in there, and I, I, I can show you. John, uh, let me... Let me uh, uh, voice my opinion. This is Earl Stewart. Uh, first of all, uh, on any repair, we uh, this is not an infomercial. We happen to have a car dealership, uh, and the fact that you had a, a, a perceived bad experience with us, uh, you know, I, I apologize. I I don't know the facts. Uh, uh, you've you've told me uh, the way you saw it. Uh, if we made a mistake, then uh, we would correct it. Uh, Whenever you are having a major repair done, whether you're using my dealership or another dealership, uh, 
you should always get a second opinion. Uh, just like when you're shopping for a doctor, or you're, if you're uh, if you're buying an expensive product or you're buying an expensive service, uh, 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 I, I recently had to get a second opinion on an air conditioning. Air conditioning was uh, recommended that it be re- replaced. I had to go get a second opinion to find out if it really did or if it gets be repaired. But uh, for for uh, something as expensive as you did. Uh, I would have recommended if you talked to me before is go to another toilet dealer or independent repair shop and say, uh, does my water pump really need to be replaced? And if so, what would the charge be? So with that said, uh, uh, we don't have extra fees uh, in our service department. We don't have extra fees, uh, junk fees, we call them now, in the sales department either. Most of the dealers do have uh, junk fees in the service department. Uh, and they add that to the bottom of the ticket when you cash out at the cashier, pay your bill. And uh, it's uh, something we don't do. We don't have any drunk fees at all. Um, as far as uh, whether, your, uh, whether your water pump needs to be replaced and what else was done, that's something we should study and look at. If uh, oftentimes when customers are uh, unhappy, we will adjust bills. Uh, if we feel that it's a good customer that uh, it was sincerely um, misinformed, either accidentally or on purpose. Uh, if it's on purpose, we take far more severe corrective action. But if it's uh, an accident, we, we try to make it right. So the $50 uh, was something we did to try to accommodate you because you were unhappy. Um, and a good customer. Uh, yeah, we'll have to. Uh, I'd have to see more details. And if, if you want to call me after the show, uh, uh, I'll be glad to review the file, talk to the service advisor and the service manager, and we'll find out uh, if we did something wrong. We will certainly correct it immediately. Uh, if if we didn't do anything wrong, we'll make it clear to you why the charge was what the charge was. But I really appreciate you calling the show. And this is a very common complaint with all car dealers. I like to think we don't get as many complaints like this, but uh, we do get complaints like this from time to time, and uh, we love to share them with our audience just to let it know, let, let them know if it can happen to us, it can happen to anybody. Well, I, I appreciate that. My Really, my gut feeling was when I started out that maybe I should do that, but I was there. Sure. You'd always done my maintenance i said go ahead with it well you're, 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 my you're, gut, you're i guess you're, is what the thing that's that's very normal and i i and i'm not the perfect <laughs> consumer either i mean i buy things all the time and i don't get second opinions uh you trust somebody you deal with them for a long time and uh and and you just go with that uh so uh sometimes uh, uh even with a doctor i mean Insurance companies require a second opinion on surgery, not because they care about you so much, because they don't want to spend the money on the surgery if it's an insurance company. So uh, uh, I know a lot of people. I have good friends and, and, and people I'm close to that have uh, doctors that recommend things, and they they get nervous about their recommendation. It could be for surgery or it could be for some medication. And I always say to them, uh, you should get a second opinion, but people, particularly if you're if you're friendly with a doctor and you've been uh, going to a doctor for ten or twenty years, you you feel like you say, "I'm going to get a second opinion." It's just a slap in the face to the doctor, and uh, if he's a professional and he's a good doctor, he should 
encourage you to get a second opinion. And that's what we do at our dealership. We encourage people to get a second opinion. And uh, if, if you find someone looking at you sideways because you asked for a second opinion, you need to switch companies and switch doctors. No, I'm going to continue to come there. But I got to tell you, I'm going to take your advice about the second opinion. Good for you. Really, uh, <laughs> the other one just, that just threw me off. Yeah. When they said, well, we're just, I, I really hadn't complained up to the time about that. And they said, well, I'm just going to give you $50 off. I said, yeah, wow, John, okay. John, get, uh, get, uh, call me. Uh, do, you have, do you have my direct line, my personal number? I don't think so. You got a pencil? Yes. Okay, it's 561-358-1474. Yeah, that's my personal cell phone. So call me after the show. I'll check with the service manager, and we'll go through the the event and see what needs to be adjusted. And uh, I'll call you and let you know what it was. That'll be wonderful. Okay, well, I'm going to continue to bring my cars there when the services are required, and uh, I'm really not disappointed. But I, but I just felt a little off for this. So I, I just want to bring that up. I'm glad you called. Thank you very much, John. Thanks, John. Thank you. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Have a great weekend, uh, ladies. Fifty dollars for the next female caller, new female caller, and uh, you know it's amazing uh, that we give advice to everyone, not just the ladies. And that is doing your homework. Doing your homework is extremely important. It kind of narrows things down, and it uh, more or less protects you. And uh, lifestyle, driving habits, financial situations, um, narrowing down uh, the your your favorite vehicle. So keep all that in mind, and uh, that's powerful information. And it uh, really allows the salesperson to know. Guess what? You mean business. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget youranonymousfeedback.com. We're going to go to Bob, who is holding in Lake Park. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. So how big was that cake? Were you able to get all 83 candles on that cake? (laughs) (laughs) He put the whole sunrise on that cake. (laughs) Well, you yeah. got a nice birthday present from the FTC. Oh man, I'll tell you. Nice. And I think, and I think that uh, the one thing that surprised me was that some of the manufacturers also came out against it. And I have a question: How do you think they're going to enforce it? Uh, considering uh, you've always talked about how a lot of these local dealers uh, don't enforce the laws that are on the books now, you know, with the Moroni labels and all these other things. So how are they going to enforce this? You think? Well, yeah, that's that's a great question. I you, you actually raise something that's my my greatest fear uh, that our government is great about making laws, but they're terrible about enforcing them. And uh, I uh, in my introduction to the show, I talked to attorneys out there. Uh, the attorneys have really got some um, uh, uh, meat here. They've got they've got. Uh, by definition, uh, the, the the Unfair Deceptive Trade Practices Act, uh, the, the nickname all attorneys call it FDUPTA, FDUPTA. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's Unfair Deceptive Trade Practices Act, and it provides attorney's fees to the attorney uh, 
of when you when you are right. In other words, uh, let's say you go after ABC Toyota, a car dealership ABC Toyota, and they violate this new Federal Trade Commission Act, and uh, and the Federal Trade Commission they're just too busy and they don't get around to it. But the attorney. He's got a piece of paper in his hand that says, "Hey, this qualifies for my attorney's fees," and it, and my it, the dealership or the, the 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 complainant, the customer doesn't have to pay him. So you can hire the best attorney in the United States who charges a thousand dollars an hour, as long as the judge says that's fair, uh, whatever the charge may be. Now the the violation by the dealer might cost the dealer. $2,000. He, he took advantage of you. He had hidden fees, drunk fees. He overcharged about $2,000. But under the Federal Trade Commission and the fact that this qualifies for unfair and deceptive trade practices, a lawyer that you hire can cost the dealer the $2,000 what he screwed you out of plus $200,000 in attorney's fees. So uh, that dealer knows that. And he says, uh-oh, <laughs> I'm not, not going to argue about that. Here's your $2,000, because if you get an attorney, I'm going to have to pay your attorney's fees and my attorney's fees. So that's the reason this Federal Trade Commission thing is so important. But you're absolutely right. Don't be looking for the Federal Trade Commission to be running around South Florida or North New Jersey or, uh, <laughs> mid, or Midwest uh, slapping dealers down and fining. In fact, the fines that the Federal Trade Commission hands out are nowhere near the cost that a good attorney can run up his attorney's fees if you decide to fight him. Okay, so what are going to be the, when the dealers look at this situation, uh, they can still charge their dealer fees. They could double their dealer fees in order to make up some of this money that they're, they, they won't be able to put on the, on the sale. And I'm sure they're going to try to find some type of loopholes in there uh, to get around it. You know, they're going to hire people that are going to be able to figure out a way of, uh, you know, yeah, they, they may have to disclose it to you, but no. Here, well, see, you, you, that's you hit that too lightly. Uh, they, they, they do have to disclose it. See, so here, here's what it is. For, for, you know, a dealer can charge you a million dollars for a car with an MSRP of, of forty-five thousand. There's no rule saying what a dealer can charge you for a car. Uh, charge what the market will will bear. But what that dealer now does with the Federal Trade Commission Act, they're going to have to, they have to clearly give you in their advertising, in their quotation, email, text, phone conversation, they have to give you the out-the-door price. Well, so you, when they advertise on TV, will that still be in the fine print, what you can't no, read? No, can't no, no. No more fine print. Uh, no? They actually, actually have to have it all in the advertised price now. So... Yeah, if they want to ask a million dollars for that uh, Honda Accord, they can ask a million dollars. But you go to the next Honda dealer and say, can you beat this? And they see it puts competition back into buying a car. Because when I have a when I go into uh, a Honda dealer and I get a price on a new Accord, now I can take that price on that new Accord from dealer A to dealer B, dealer C, dealer D, dealer E. I get I get 20 prices. Now you have competition working in your favor, and you're going to buy a Honda Accord real cheap. Uh, trust me, and it, that that's it's going to the, the the profit and the price of cars is going to plummet when this thing goes into effect. 
No, I hope you're right, but I, I have to, <laughs> I have to see it to believe it. I know. I, I don't blame yeah. you. I don't I blame you. I, I, I had a and, thought. I mean, for like some of these dealers, think about this right now. Their the, the their profits are still at an all time high. Yeah. I mean, they're they're making and a lot of these big dealers they have they've structured to they to support the structure they have built. They need to make those profits. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some dealers going going out of business. Maybe, Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. mean that because they've that's all they've known is how to support that you know big piece of land all exactly. that lot exactly. with all those fees and to relearn it. Um, I did see something else I wanted to ask you about on the Amazon uh, deal. Uh, this 800 Hyundai dealers in the United States, but only 18 have signed up to the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, John, that's you. That's you that, How that, is that? I mean, you know, that you know, if if you're dealing, if you're buying the car through Amazon, and the dealer you, you're dealing with has the car and he's in Arizona, yeah. how is that going to work? John, I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna answer that question. Then we got six people holding on the phone. Okay, but the answer right. to that question is, the 18 were not people who decided they wanted to sign up. They were chosen by Amazon, and they and they located those dealers in markets where Amazon has employees, a lot of employees, and those employees will be buying cars from these dealers and going through the process, kind of like mystery shoppers. So they're going to know exactly fine tune the process how this thing is working. So, John, great call. Appreciate it. We've got to get back to the phones now. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) Give us a call again, 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Take advantage of youranonymousfeedback.com. I'll tell you, there's rough waters ahead, and uh, we'll see where the cards fall. We're going to go to our next caller. And that would be uh, Dave in Palm Beach Gardens. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Um, I I uh, bought a RAV4 uh, from you a couple, a used RAV4 a couple months ago, maybe two months. And uh, since I bought it, I've decided to uh, put some leather interior in it. It's the cloth interior. It's present. And I was just wondering if you guys uh, can can provide that service or do you recommend someone? Well, um, right now we don't do it um, in at the dealership. It, it takes um, a lot of training, a lot of equipment, and um, a long time to train. Uh, we use a, um, a, a company that is uh, local. It's, uh, it's called SAT, um, and there's also another one called Classic Trim. Right. Rick's, S- Rick's got SAT is Sun Auto Trim. Well, they changed that. Now it's um, something accessories. Uh, it used to be Sun Auto Tops, right. and now it's they don't do sunroofs anymore. <laughs> so that's why they called it that. Hey, but, well, and what we do, what we can do for you is we do for our customers yeah. is we we give you the price that we pay when we have it done uh, as a sublet. So you'll pay our price to the leather install company, and it's a lot less than you'd have to pay. Yep. All you got to do oh, is call gee, us, and we can arrange great. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, to do that, should I go through you, or should I write down the names that, that you just mentioned? Oh, just go through us. It's easier. I was I was getting to that. Um, Earl's getting impatient because I was telling too long of a story, <laughs> but okay. uh, I was okay. going to get to that. Uh, the best thing is just call the dealership and 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 ask for the new car department. Say you're interested in, in um, putting leather in your car, and and, and that that'll be arranged for you. And you know, just for the fun of it, if you call that company up yourself as as a regular customer. And ask them what they would quote you for that. It'll be a lot more. See what see what the difference is. That'd, that'd be interesting okay. to find out. 
Okay, and that was, did you say S-A-P as in Paul? No, S as in Sam, A as in Apple, T as in Tahoe. Oh, T, okay, S-A-T, and you mentioned another one? Um, It was classic auto trim. Okay. Do you do you prefer one over the other? Um, both are, are are both are very good. It's mainly a convenience thing uh, for us whenever we need to use uh, either one. But uh, it's just it's probably easier to do it because they're not really set up for like walk in the door retail. Um, I mean, they will, um, but it's probably not the best customer service because they usually deal with dealers. And Dave, when you do it, uh, be sure you see a, an example of the installation because the uh, sublet uh, tr- uh, installations are not exactly like the factory. So if you're basing uh, the leather by what you see on a factory installation, there are certain things that are not covered. that, that uh, They're a little different. So just be sure you know what the difference is before you have it done. Okay, as far as difference goes, Earl, are, are you? Is, does that include appearance or just? No, not appearance. Yeah, the, the appearance is great, but they won't have it on certain portions of the car. Uh, uh, and I'm, I'm, I, my memory most, doesn't serve me well enough to tell you exactly what it is. The safest bet is just to do a factory match. Um, that way, you don't even have to think about the correct color. Um, they have swatches of millions of colors, and you can go, oh, "I like that gray. I like that gray." Best bet is just to go with the what originally was selected for the. Uh, for the for the car when it was made, and there are some areas in the cars, like Earl was referring to, like there might be some door trim uh, panels that doesn't get the leather um, that might have been on the original factory car. If you follow my drift, I see. yeah, but it's right. but there, right. but it is right. it, when you get it, you have a leather interior car. It's it's um it's you know th- the differences are minor. Yeah, they do a any. great job. Yeah. Okay, well that's really good to know, and I really appreciate it. I definitely so I should call your new car department and go from there too. Yeah, ask for Jason Lady. He can he can point you in the right direction. He's super friendly and um and knows his stuff. Okay, as Jason, what was his last name? Lady. Luck be a lady. L a d y. Yeah, like luck oh, be a lady. Oh, oh lady. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate the information. You're welcome, All Dave. Right. Give us a call. Let us know how it uh, went. That's a, a great addition to your vehicle. We are going to go to Alicia, who has been waiting a long time. She comes to us from Palm Beach Gardens. She's a first-time caller. Good morning. How are you, Good Alicia? Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. And you? If you stay on the line, you can uh, give Jeremy, he's in our control room, your information, and he'll pass it along to me. I'll write that check out and get it out to you. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. What can we do for you? So this is a matter of an opinion call. Uh, I've always purchased outright larger vehicles such as Suburbans, Yukons. Uh, My husband and I finally bit the bullet and we leased a vehicle for the first time. Uh, It is a 2023 uh, Grand Jeep 4xE. Mm -hmm. So we were granted $11,000 off because there was some sort of a program for doing a four by E. Mm-hmm. So what is your opinion on these hybrid four by E's? Well, I think we all have an opinion generally on, on hybrids in here, and it's a very positive um, opinion. On the Jeeps, okay. um, I'm not really familiar with that one. Was, so that's a hybrid. I thought when you said the four by E, it was an, like an all EV Jeep um, with four wheel drive. So it's a hybrid Jeep? Yep, so it's a hybrid, um, it's 4x4, four, four four, okay. uh, but it's called the 4xE because okay. of its electric capability. Component. Okay, Does, uh, um, yep. have you never driven a hybrid before? 
Nope, never okay. a hybrid. And and this is a four cylinder. Yes. And I've always had an eight. Right. So okay. I can tell you this, uh, and I have an expert next to me, but just from like more like layman. Um, uh, layman talk about this. Um, the hybrids can actually produce more power with power with a smaller engine because it has an electric motor with it. Um, for right. example, I'm driving a big Sequoia. It's a it's the the new 2023 right. one. Toyota. And it is a it's a hybrid, but it's a um, six cylinder hybrid. Um, they used to come in the big V8s. Uh, this has got more get up and go um, than the. The, the gas ones. It also gets significantly better gas mileage than the the, um, the those big Tahoes that you were driving. What were you What were you getting on miles per gallon? Oh, geez, like, probably twenty. Okay. Twenty to twenty. That's much better than I thought it was going to be. I was going to guess around mm-hmm. ten. But anyway, yeah. back to the hybrids. They are. Um, there are, a, I would consider, a mature technology now. They were new uh, 25 years ago, um, but right now they have been used by all the manufacturers, and it, I wouldn't say perfected, but this isn't a radical new innovation. So it's been going on for years. The gas mileage is better, um, and they are qu- very reliable. The initial concerns about um, the batteries, because there is a hybrid battery that can die, they typically go a couple of hundred thousand miles before going, which is right in line with yeah. when with a vehicle that you might um, have start having big problems with. So um, right. I would say now I don't I don't necessarily endorse Jeep. I'm just saying I'm endorsing hybrid technology. Right. So that's that shouldn't um, um, drive you away. But check Consumer Reports and other resources on the particulars because there might be another. Hybrid. I'm not recommending a Toyota because it'll take a year and a half to get it to, to get the Sequoia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like as if you know what uh, you want, yeah. and uh, I'll tell you, there's a lot of great reasons for your choice, and uh, they what? are financially beneficial if you're looking to yeah. save money a year. Well, we drove the vehicle from Boston um, up to North Palm, and we were concerned about the four cylinder. Mm-hmm. Um, it just didn't seem to have much pep, okay. you know, coming out of an oh, so eight cylinder, it. you know, yeah. we did. Um, and, um, you know, you, you think about that lithium battery that's underneath your car, right. you know, you see, you see things on the news. It's yeah. a little scary, but I'll tell you, it had a lot of pep and it was able to get out of its own way. That's great. So yeah, I, I've I been driving impressed. them and we've, we've been selling, um, the first hybrid that came out was, was the Toyota Prius and, and we've been selling that yeah. since 2001, I think, or 2000. Okay. It came out. 2001. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the problems that we have had with hybrids are no more, you know, uh, they're, they're nothing different than other cars. Nothing. We haven't dealt with fires. Oh, we haven't had some of the scary stuff that you've, that you might've right. seen about yeah. electric cars. Um, yeah. like I said, it's, it's, it's a mature technology. The new EVs, I think it's, uh, it's a, a valid concern to, you know, cause you see fires that can't get put out and all that. But, um, but the, the hybrids, uh, they won't steer you wrong. Okay. Definitely. Alicia. And as uh, Stu said, consumer report is a great place to go. And, uh, you know, the last couple of months, boy, they've had some great articles in the Consumer Report. And uh, I think that if you picked one up, you would see it's, uh, it's very helpful. And they're pushing it. Um, you know, they're offering great deals on the hybrids and on the electric vehicles. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they got too many of them <laughs> right now <laughs> on, the, yeah. the, on the electric vehicles. Uh, we were talking about that I, last week. <laughs> they made too many I too fast. I have to say, it's, it's kind of fun when you 
pull into your driveway and you just plug your car in. It is cool. Also, when you don't hear it running, it's kind of it's kind of nice. Yeah, it's different. Well, thank you. Well, uh, good luck to you, Alicia. Give us a call. Let us thank know you. how uh, your uh, well car shopping went. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great weekend. We are going to go to Jersey Mike, I believe. Jersey Mike, are you there? Yes, I am. Thanks, Thanks for, for holding. taking my call. Yes, uh, I want to say I got a question about an, uh, a 2016 AST Cadillac I have. But before I get to that, let me say something about Big Dog Ranch. Uh, they may not know this, people out there, but uh, if you're a veteran, you get 50% discount on any dog that you adopt. And I adopted a dog for a, a roommate that I have here. And uh, when you get that dog, it's chipped, got a chip in it. It gets manicured. It's checked out by the veteran. Everything is needed. The nails are cut. It's groomed. And there you're ready to go with that dog. So they do a great thing out there. And I gave them a very sizable donation because they have a, a veteran center out there in the rear of the place. There's lots of buildings there. But uh, they do great work. And I want to let everybody know that if they want a partner in life, uh, one that uh, doesn't aggravate you, doesn't tell you what to do or not to do, and just loves you all the time, then that's where you want to go get a partner in life, that dog that you might have out there waiting for your home. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, thanks for that big donation, too. Yeah, great advice, You're Mike. Welcome. Thanks for and let, sharing, and let, me, and let me just say one thing about the car, okay, before I forget it. I got a 2016 AST Cadillac. Worst Cadillac I ever owned in my life. I started buying Cadillacs in 1970. I put 60,000, miles on them every year after about... 160, 170,000 miles, I would turn it in and get another one because that's what was required for my business that I was operating at the time for many years. And the last car I had was a 1992. They were all black, always, and Coupe de Ville's. And that one I put 324,000 miles on. I bought it new, and I never had a problem with any of those cars because I am a motorhead, and I made sure I followed the manufacturer's manual to the T, including the transmission change at 100,000 miles. The oil, the fluid change. So anyway, my point is this AST I have now, I bought, believe it or not, from Napleton or at the end of North Lake Boulevard in North Lake, and it's been a nightmare ever since I got it. I want to know this fake leather, which is hardly ever sat on at all. I even have a cover in the back so my door can be between that and the seat cover. This fake leather has just disintegrated and it has fallen off the seats. The door panels on both sides have fallen off. I've had to crazy glue them. Uh, it's got a turbo in it, so it's pretty quick, but it only gets about 20 miles per gallon on the highway. So this car has become a torture chamber just getting in and out of it. And by the way, you take a magnet and go around the car. The only thing that's metal is the hood because otherwise it would melt. Everything else is plastic on that car. Uh, now, the question I'm going to ask about that car is, uh, and by the way, it's my big mistake. I'm going to forewarn all your people out there <laughs> listening to you. If you're going to go buy a car, don't take it without having the uh, Carfax, number one, yep. in your hand. And number two, tell the dealer or whoever you're buying it from, you want to have it checked by your mechanic. So yep. that way you won't get stuck in a jam like I got stuck in. It yeah. cost me $16,000. A year ago, that car. You have to say that with emphasis, and that yeah. people have to hear you, the pain that you experience in your voice because 
like we just heard with um, one of our customers who called that, you know, with, faced with a service thing that he wasn't sure about. He knew the right thing to do was to go and check it out, but, you know, out of convenience and trust. And people do the same thing. You're, they're at a used car lot, and it, it's kind of a big deal, it seems like, to do that. Um, like, you're asking, like, for too much. It's not. Um, dealers, we want to sell the car. We're happy to let you take the car. Um, you don't even have to tell us you're taking it to a mechanic. Just take it. Drive it so you want to take it home. But it is important right. to do that because, um, like you said, you, you lived it. You lived it, and now you wish you had, um, you had done it the other way. And by the way, let me say one other thing about uh, people that are motorheads out there and do a lot of their own repair. My friend has a BMW. He's put $6,800 in. It's a 2018. Wow. So it's only three years old. I'm sorry. Sorry. sorry I'm sorry. It's a, 20, a 2020. So it's three years old. He's put 6, that much 000. in repairs. It's still sitting in the shop. They first told him, because first of all, his big mistake was he bought it here in South Florida which he shouldn't have. He should have went up north, you know, maybe to a reasonable dealer up there, Carnation or something like that, Auto yeah. Nation. Yeah. But he didn't, against my advice. He just put a water pump in there as one of the items. They had to wait three weeks to get it shipped from Germany. Believe it or not, that's what they had to do. No, it's and, and let me tell you, I told him, I, saw, I showed him, he paid for a plastic water pump, not steel, plastic, Eight hundred and sixty dollars. That's just the cost of the pro- of the item, the part, not, the, yeah. not the labor. And I showed him on Rock Auto. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling your audience. If you are a motorhead, I, you probably already know this. You go to Rock Auto, which I did, and I showed him a picture of this after he went through and made made the mistake. You can get it for three hundred seventy five dollars. The uh-huh. same exact thing, and it's made out of steel instead of plastic. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing, uh, Mike. Uh, you know, that's uh, yeah, that's great that you were able to, uh, you know, give the advice and uh, direct him. And I'm only pointed out to your audience, if you got some guys out there to, you know, do, do their own oil change or something like that. I, I don't do that anymore, but I used to. I got the roll about it. I yeah. get under the car. But anyway, my point simply is there's no reason why you got to go to a dealer and get nah, hit with $875 for a water pump that's plastic. And yeah. you, you know how long it takes to put that thing in? Exactly. Uh, 45 minutes. It's not a big deal, really. Yeah. There's no reason to go to a dealership. Uh, Mike, thank you so much yeah. for the call. I got uh, everything backed up here. Have oh, a great by the way, weekend. One last, thing, one last thing. If a veteran goes there and, and, and takes a dog on at Big Dog Ranch, there's a 50% cut in the price Half off. on any dog they take. And they should know that. Half off all U.S. vets. Uh, Thanks, man. That's Mike. right. Absolutely. You're quite welcome. U.S. vets. <laughs> we actually had Take somebody that. try to collect on a British Army uh, uh, rebate once. I'm like, we can't. We're military. I'm like, it's, it's, it's huh? the U.S. military. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, before I go to the next call, Alicia, if you're listening, I did not mention uh, January's edition of Consumer Report. And uh, guess what? All the information that you need is right here. Um, right here in uh, this uh, January edition. And uh, did you know that hybrids are 26% more reliable? Yeah, they're 26% more reliable than the combustion uh, combustion uh, engine. And uh, to your statement about Jeep, I'm sorry, but uh, here's how the brands stack up. And uh, Jeep comes in pretty low, um, 26 20 26 uh, on the uh, list, and uh, they've uh, they uh, looked at 30 vehicles 
30 brands and they looked at how they stack up so jeep is way down there uh so uh, anyway alicia pick up that uh, january edition of consumer report 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 and don't forget youranonymousfeedback.com phil thank you so much for waiting phil's calling us from jupiter good morning phil uh, hey, uh, listen, I just want to let you all know something. I got a 2024 Prius, and it took forever. Yes. But I got one, and uh, and I just wondered. It's so different than the other ones. I mean, I have a 2013 and a 17 now, but it, it's like night and day different. Mm-hmm. Are there any special nuances with this 2024 that I should know about as far as maybe different kind of service requirements or stuff like that? I mean, have you all have any, have any experience with them yet? Well, there's no, uh, as far as I know, unless Rick uh, interrupts and corrects me right now, as far as I know, there's nothing different between the prior models as far as your responsibilities as an owner. Um, yes, uh, there's, there's changes been made. It gets better gas mileage. It is up to date with all the newest, uh, the safety features that the prior version didn't get. So it's a lot of just, there's a lot to learn. And we've talked about this on the show all the time, um, especially as technology keeps growing. A lot of it is kind of under the hood though. So some of the stuff that's facing you is, is remained pretty much the same, um, but with definitely with different layout. Um, or have you um, had, how long have you, have you had it so far? Have you had a chance Two to play weeks. with it? Two weeks? Yeah, oh yeah, two weeks, and it's so it's it's almost like a spaceship. Yeah, I mean, it I looks like one for uh, sure. I haven't even been able to figure out most of the features yet. Well, I mean, here's something: if you if you want, um, and this is available to you, you can come in and um, and somebody very knowledgeable um, can sit down and just answer any questions. You know, you've driven them before, so you probably like ninety percent of it you probably do have down pat. But um, you know, th- the new stuff, it's always useful to have somebody go over with it. And if that's not um, possible, YouTube is a great resource for um, going over um, your car. So if you can put in, you can even say um, uh, 2024 Prius uh, entertainment system, and you're going to find everything on that, or just 2024 Prius how-to. And there's going to be people, uh, thousands of them, I'm sure, already have made videos that are informative. And um, so there's two two good ways you um, you could do to get to know it better. Yeah, I think I'm going to take you up on that because I've always offered uh, to have my cars. The other two I bought from you, but this one I had to go to a different dealer just to get one. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. unbelievable. But anyway, yeah. I'll do that. I'll call the service guy and see if I'll yeah. come down there and have somebody uh, sit with me for a while and show me how to work some of this stuff. Probably actually somebody um, I can give you. If you just um, if you plan on just if you head and ask for the um, at the front desk, ask our reception and just say what you need to do. It'll probably be somebody from our sales department um, that because um, they they train on more of the uh, they don't learn how to fix oh, it. Okay. They learn how to use it. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, I'll do that because I'm certainly going to have it service there and everything. Yes, OK. Sure. All right. OK. Thanks well, for thanks calling. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You got it. Bye-bye. Thanks, Phil. 877-960-9960. Give us a call. We're going to go to Howard, who has been patiently waiting from Jupiter. Welcome, Howard. Thanks for taking my call. You guys are great. I just wanted to make, make, say one thing. Uh, stay away from the Jeep, period. And <laughs> that's it. Exclamation points. Uh, a friend of mine had one. who was in the shop most of the time. And uh, finally, uh, uh, 
He had he gave it back and he got his money back. What is that yellow thing or something that uh, you can you can uh, if he had so many service calls and it wasn't fixed, he was able to give it back to the Jeep. And, lemon uh, law. Had lemon law. Exactly. I say yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lemon. He used the lemon law and he got it back. So stay away from the Jeep. Uh, my question is this: uh, I'm intending to get an, a new Toyota in 2024. I'm considering the Camry versus the Prius. Uh, can you give me the differences between the two and the gas mileage? And uh, uh, what would be the difference uh, between uh, me getting a uh, Prius or me getting a Camry in 2024? Um, the difference is real quick on time frame. The, the Prius is a, a year plus wait right now. And we've just done a very hard look at all the wait times of all the vehicles, of the new vehicles that are out there, how long it takes to order, and those still remain. And we we're able to kind of reassess with the size of our list and see what's available out there right now. But the Prius, unfortunately, and I know this because I'm in, I'm in competition with you because I'm trying to get a Prius. <laughs> but um, I don't get special treatment. Um, it works the same way. I'm in line, uh, just like you. And um, uh, when the... The, the production is just not there. Um, it says one year plus is in our, in our, our most recent evaluation. Um, and and, 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 and the, uh, the plugins, the prime versions, like the RAV4 prime and the Prius prime, we, we can't give an estimate because um, they're not even making them for the southeastern United States. Um, we're not, they're not shipping them there. Toyota's sending them all to the, um, to the west coast of the United States. Okay, one other fast question. Yeah. Uh, if the pre, if the battery goes on a Prius or a Cam, the new Camry, um, and the uh, it's a different battery, right? Uh, what happens? Can you buy a new one? Okay, can you have the battery built? How the, does that work? Well, it's warranty until two hundred thousand miles or one hundred and fifty. Uh, eight. Uh, I. I think it's ten years, hundred fifty thousand. Hundred fifty, right? It was eight one hundred. Yeah. Now it's it was 10, eight one hundred. Now it's ten one fifty. So if you're within eight years, hundred fifty thousand miles, Toyota replaces it for free. Um, if it's beyond that, um, the price of uh, hybrid batteries have come down, and there's also used options, um, which might be problematic. Rick's looking at me like, "Don't do that." Yeah. So, um, but they're 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 still expensive, but they're not four thousand dollars, which they I think they were back you know twenty years ago. No, it's like thirty five hundred installed. Installed, okay. So it's still expensive. <laughs> what about the hybrid motor? Oh, the motor part? Um, yeah. Motor, I, that's, that's, that's warranted like the rest of the car, so five years, six, 60,000 mm -hmm. miles. But there hasn't been, um, Rick, seen any problems no. with the, the gas part, portion? The interesting thing about a hybrid is that the computer controls the gas engine. So it's like We're talking it's, too much about Toyota. It's always going to drive it very We're talking about very Hyundai, Hyundai hybrids right now. <laughs> okay, thank you both for your information. You guys are great. Have a good day and keep uh, keep dry today, okay? Thanks. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Howard. It's always great hearing from you, Howard. We're going to go to uh, Fort Lauderdale and we're going to talk to Bob. Good morning, Bob. Good morning and thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Thank you for um, calling. So, so here's my situation. Um, four months ago in August... I purchased a Mercedes-Benz certified 2023 AMG GLE 53. It's a you know high-end uh, Mercedes uh, SUV at a dealership, 
It was a Mercedes dealership up in Pennsylvania. Um, the car had been used by the manager of the dealership. It had about 7,500 miles on it. Uh, they sold it as, you know, obviously Mercedes certified. Um, it had a clean Carfax. And four months later, uh, just a couple weeks ago, I was at Coconut Creek Mercedes-Benz getting some work done on another car, uh, which was, by the way, a big mistake. To, <laughs> that's another story. But um, I went into the sales area, and they had a, a, a 2024 AMG GLE, just like mine, but you know, nicer and newer, and I looked at it and decided to take a look at trading my car in on it and my AMG, you know, GLE, and they looked at the, the car, and they said, well, your car has a bad Carfax. I said, how could that be? I just bought it four months ago, and it had a good Carfax. Well, they, you know, brought the Carfax out to me, and sure enough, it had a, you know, I guess it was called a, a small damage report, you know, like a minor damage. So I called the dealership that I bought the car from, and they said, "Oh yeah, when we had the, when we brought the car in initially, um, it was in our lot, and somebody backed into it, and there was some small damage done to the front uh, grill of the car, and a little bit of paintwork was necessary on the on the front end of the car. So we did that work, and you know, it, it just so happens that when we sold the car to you, Carfax didn't know about it yet. Evidently." You know, the insurance people reported it to them after we sold the car to you. So they're very sorry, but they're not really, they're offering to, you know, allow me to trade the car in, and they're giving me, you know, a, a value on the car. You know, here it is four months later. Um, they want to give me about 20 grand less than I paid for the car, um, or actually about 10 grand less than I paid for the car. So, I'm just wondering, what kind of recourse do I have when I get, you know, a car, Mercedes certified, has a good Carfax, and four months later I find out, you know, the Carfax has been updated, and, and there was actually damage that the dealership knew about. It happened when they owned the car. Well, chances are, chances are the the damage was not insured. Uh, chances are dealers don't insure for minor damage. Uh, if they if they damaged the car, they would just fixed it or had it sublet it, and they would have had to pay for it. Uh, now dealers uh, can register with Carfax so that that damage is reported, but you don't have to. Carfax gets all the information from the insurance company database, but they only get the information from dealers who sign up to say, "Okay, uh, if I repair a car." either collision or mechanical-wise, you get the information, and then they tap into that dealer's database. They have to, permission. So apparently that dealer in Pennsylvania had given Carfax permission to tap into their their database. Uh, when you sell a used car, uh, the law does not say you have to disclose that damage. So they, they abided by the law, uh, but you do have to disclose the damage if you asked about it. This is almost like a, some, a semantics uh, issue. If you had said to the dealer, and you may, maybe you did, uh, if you said to the dealer, has this car, or they said this dealer, this car's got a clean Carfax. When you say that, why would you ask? But it, had you asked, has there been any damage to the car? And if they said no, 
then that's a violation, and they they would be uh, liable to you in a, a lawsuit. Uh, but I can sell a used car. Any dealer can sell a used car, and uh, if if as long as we as long as we don't tell them that the car has never been damaged, if it has been damaged, we haven't violated anything unless we're asked and we say something that's incorrect. So it's a, it's a legal technicality. Have you called the dealer in Pennsylvania and asked for any kind of uh, consideration? Yeah, I have. And what they, what they offered is they said, we'll, we'll give you the trade-in value on the car that reflects it as not having had the bad Carfax. You know, so a higher trade-in value, uh-huh. which they did offer. Yeah. And, you know, we'll sell you a car at below invoice. Well, that sounds like they're trying to be helpful to you. And uh, But I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't condemn that dealer in Pennsylvania. As far as the dealer down here, have you shopped uh, your, your uh, certified 2023 uh, SUV uh, around to see what, I mean, you've got a, it's really seller's market these days on cars. I get on, uh, uh, you know, Carvana, we buy any car.com, Vroom, CarMax, and then I take it to another couple of Mercedes dealers, and I say, I want to sell this car. What will you pay me for it? That way, uh, you're going to get top dollar for the car, uh, bearing in mind that when you trade it in, if you do decide to trade it in, you're going to lose that 6% Florida sales tax because that's their credit when you trade the car in. But uh, uh, I I think you've got all you're going to get out of the Pennsylvania dealer. I'd shop that car around, and you can probably get more for that uh, car then and and when you go in you say uh, this is this is how the uh, the Carfax issue ha- happened it's minor damage and disclose that uh, or let the dealer yeah, I, figure it out. He, I asked him for a complete report on all the repair that had been done and it really is minor. It was yeah. two thousand one hundred dollars worth of you know a new piece for the grill and a little bit of you know minor work on the yeah. on some paint on the front. Take it, take but it, it was, to, you know, twenty one hundred dollar repair. And by the way, it turns out that the there was insurance involved. The customer who hit the car had insurance, and oh, the dealer okay, okay, used okay. their insurance okay. to pay for it. So I got you. It, you know, I've got a very good record of what happened. So here's my next question: How much impact? You know, given that I I have the whole story and I have the details on exactly what happened, and it was very minor. How much impact should that have on the resale value of my car? Shouldn't have, it shouldn't have much. I mean, uh, when you say minor damage, did anybody give you a number? Is it a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars? Well, it was it was two thousand one hundred dollars to repair the front of the car. Yeah, um, I, I I I think you would be pleasantly so Rather than focus on that, uh, are you familiar with Carva? Hey, is our CarMax near you? Yes. Uh, uh, yes or no? Yes, there uh, is. I'm right in Fort Lauderdale. Okay, well, good. Well, good. You probably got a couple CarMax. Uh, uh, go, go to CarMax, the nearest one, and get a bid on the car. And then and then get online and go to Carvana, go to webeyondcar.com, and go to Vroom, V-R-O-O-M.com. And uh-huh. then... Uh, if you really got the time and you want to, uh, check with the used car department at a different Mercedes dealer than you're dealing with. Uh, you got a hot product there. Those uh, Mercedes SUV certified car, even with uh, previous two thousand dollar damage, is a, is a 
is a great product, and I, I, I think you'll probably get a couple thousand, uh, maybe more than that, over what this one dealer is offering you. I got you. Okay. Give well, it a try. Thank you very call, much. Call, call back next week, please. I'd love to hear your experience because I, I, I give this advice out, and uh, some people don't believe what a seller's market it is for used car. I think you're going to call back with a big smile on your face. I will give you a call next week. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Pop. Uh, okay. I think we're going to go over to uh, visit Rick. What do you think, Rick? We can do that. Uh, I got a couple of questions going way back on YouTube here. Let me scroll back to these. Uh, by the way, one of the first ones, Earl, uh, from James Fronte. Happy birthday. Oh, oh, thank you. He says, you don't look a day over 65. Ah. <laughs> and he continues on with... God bless these new FTC rules for July 30th next year. I should get off my fanny and go to work for the FTC on the enforcement side. Perfect job for me. They won't hire you. They, they don't like enforcers. He says, as of July 30, the dealer will have to put his egregious dock fee and any other accessories and junk items in plain font for the buyer. Yep. As inventory goes up, Dealers will not be able to gouge. The end of fine print. I mean, if this is, if this thing works, it is going to be a miracle. But can you imagine that? No fine print. It's getting interesting. Yeah. Well, here's one uh, from Cliff. He says, "What are the rules in Florida for a salvage vehicle title, as far as disclosure goes?" Well, you have yeah. to obviously disclose it. Yeah, your title. Uh, flood cars, salvage cars. Uh, you know, don't ever buy a car from a dealer or anybody else until you see the title. A lot of people don't do that, but you got to do that. Or the vehicle history checks. Yeah, and Florida is good about that, by the way. Uh, if you buy a car with a Florida title, it will have uh, any kind of uh, bad news uh, on that title, Brand and other states don't do that. So uh, be sure you see the real title, like Louisiana. I could be wrong. <laughs> I just, I just malign Louisiana. I don't. Sus I suspect they don't brand their titles. I don't know. New Jersey is one of them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Jersey. Everything's and legal in Jersey. Something interesting that I saw recently. This is coming from uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, automotive magazines. Uh, apparently, General Motors has decided to drop Apple CarPlay and Android. Yeah, I heard uh, that. Google CarPlay on their radio systems fools. in the near future. Their reasoning is that the wireless connection and sometimes even the wired connection to the radio from the phone can lose connection, which would encourage a driver to pick up their phone to try to figure it out, obviously causing <laughs> a distraction while driving. Yeah. And they want that. to switch back to the archaic system of having navigation I want to buy and GM everything now. located in the radio itself rather than having it run through the cell phone. Let's all run out to GM dealerships and buy cars now. I don't believe I don't, they, that might have been what they said the reason was, but I don't believe that was the reason. There's probably there, there's something some, some else involved there. Well, here's, here's where the, the backstory comes. I'm, and now this, this may be just conspiracy theory, but <laughs> one of the factors that we're well aware of Apple CarPlay and Google, Google CarPlay track your phone's locations. And they use this for the map data, yeah. the traffic data, 
All but GM wants that data. But all that tracking data is very valuable. This is one of the things that's a hot commodity in today's market. Yeah. And they sell that data anonymously to other sources. Apparently, the Apple doesn't conspiracy. Well, the conspiracy theory is that GM wants to be able to track your cars using their own systems, and thereby you develop that data and be able to sell that data to outside sources. Well, uh, well uh, or maybe use that they data themselves so they can build an autonomous car like Tesla yeah. does. See, but it's silly uh, that you don't uh, need General that data. Mo- General Motors just laid off 50% of their workforce at their autonomous right. car uh, uh, subsidiary, and that's because they've been running over pedestrians yeah. and dogs but they ha- and children. But they already have all the, everybody has 5G connected um, cars right now, so you don't need the, the phone there. They're already tracking the cars with 5G. I mean, that's how the connected services work for Toyota and the other manufacturers. So they they can track it anyway. They just don't want us to have the pleasure of using Apple CarPlay. But anyways, and the only other one we had here, and I'd I'd already answered this one, was uh, Wasif Rahman. He asked, I have a question. Uh, When we cancel our booking due to personal reasons at Earl's Toyota dealership, uh, do we get the $500 deposit back? Yes. And I said, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it will be in pennies, though, but uh, <laughs> just kidding there. We'll see. In, in, Jars in of pennies. Check yeah. cash, whatever you prefer. But, but yeah, any any dealership, if you've put a deposit down on a car, you better make sure it's 99.9% of them are going to be refundable. Uh, well, but here, get here, it in writing here, well, here. when you put your deposit. Okay, well, you're, you're getting out of your field of expertise now. I, yeah, yeah, I'll leave this to your yeah, side then. Yeah, in, in Florida, uh, the dealer has to put on the, on the receipt for the deposit that the deposit is non-refundable. So if they do that, it is non-refundable. Mm. So uh, 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 the thing you got to do is be sure you get a receipt. Be sure it's not the salesman's card. It's an official receipt on the company letterhead type receipt. And then read the receipt. And if the receipt doesn't say anything, then the deposit is refundable. If the receipt says this deposit is non-refundable, then it's non-refundable and you're screwed. And post-it yeah. notes don't count. Yeah. Um, I got Anne-Marie's got a text here. Uh, we, do we have a phone call? Okay. Oh, okay. We have Mamrie says, good morning. There's a new rule in town to stop or reduce the junk fees that many dealers inflict on their customers. It's called the FTC Cars Rule Combat Auto Retail Scams. And it will take effect on July 30th, 2024. Warning. Mamrie's editorial comment is ahead. Hallelujah. <laughs> May this rule be vigorously enforced so the car buying public will be treated fairly by all dealers and not just the exceptional few. Agent Lightning shows that all too often buying a car is one of the most odious things one has to do. If all dealers treated their customers better, then their customers might buy cars more often. Now, the FTC is still seeking comments until January 8th on junk surprise fees like resort fees or excessive fees to book tickets to concerts, etc. Uh, that people encounter. If you feel that consumers could use more protections, please go to regulations.gov, regulations.gov, pick, click on the FTC box, which will bring you to the proposed rule where you can leave your comments on junk fees and what kind of rules you'd like to see. Thank you and happy holidays. Thanks, Anne-Marie. So that's still, it's still important. I guess there's always, they could amend rules, they could add to it. 
and we don't want all the car dealers to do a last minute campaign and, and know, try the, and squash it. It's pretty clear. You it's know, in, the only rules that I'm looking for is transparency, you know, honesty, yeah. and uh, that's it. So it should be pretty easy, uh, but it's not going to be. It's going to be a rough road for the uh, FTC. Here's something interesting. I got a text from Bob, and um, he said um, he sent me a link to a story. It was about Ashley Moody, our attorney general in the state of Florida, and it's a link to her. She's uh, starting a um, antitrust probe into the college football um, with because Florida State University um, didn't make it to the championships. And, exactly. Uh, and so she started an uh, antitrust probe because that's one of the most important issues the state of Florida is facing right now. And But Bob says, tell Earl this is why she won't pursue automotive issues. <laughs> her priority is football. Just saying. You know, of all the things, political st- stunts, there's no stakes, low stakes, and and it's a big show. And, and, and I just... Come on, spend your time better. We got that. We need the feds to come in and take care of things. Come yeah, on. The attorney general is in the pocket of the Florida Automobile Dealers Association, and uh, I mean that's true. I mean it is true. I was on the executive committee back in my evil days. Uh, I was I was on the board of directors and the executive committee, and we're the ones that bribed all the politicians. I'd get I, the, the president uh, would give me a check, and I would have lunch. Uh, with uh, politicians, and we'd have lunch, and and I'd give them as thousand dollars and five hundred dollars or two thousand dollars, and I was part of the I was part of the problem. I mean, I, I, that, we we were bribing all the all the politicians uh, to uh, to keep the uh, car dealers safe from uh, allegedly the manufacturers, but literally the attorney general and the regulators. So it's. I've been there, done that, and I know how the game is played. Yep. It's all, it's it follow the money. <laughs> That's what they say. Follow the, the donations. Um, I, there was one I thought we were backed up, but I want to get into it. It does, it's one of our customers, um, and I'll, it's a long text, but basically it says that she uh, got a price from our dealership online for 2024 Corolla Cross Hybrid. And um, but then she got a quote from a dealer in Miami. I'm assuming because it's she says 77 miles south, uh, and it says the quote is um, is lower than ours. And she's what should she do? And she has followed the show for a long time. And I just said, it's just be very very careful. You can make the drive, but we've just seen in the mystery shops well, things let me get, change. If you're listening, here's a little tip. This yes. is uh, I say. Uh, you don't want to drive 75 miles and be flim-flammed, which you probably will. So call the dealer, get a manager, someone uh, you can speak to, say you want to buy the car and your price is excellent and you beat Earl Stewart Toyota's price by uh, $1,000, whatever it is. So I'm I'm at my bank now. I'm at, I'm at Bank America uh, and I borrowed the money and the, ba- and the banker wants to know the amount of the check to pay made payable to you, and I'll bring that check down there, and I'm going to give you this check, and uh, uh, what is the amount, please? Now, if they give you uh, if they give you an amount which equals uh, the price that they gave you in the first place that was supposed to be so good, uh, plus tax and tag only, government fees only, then by all means go down there and buy the car. But what you'll probably find out is they will. They gave you a bait and switch price, 
and they're going to hit you with dock fees and admin fees and dealer-installed accessories and junk fees coming out of your ears, especially down in Miami. The average dealer fees in the Miami area are two or $3,000. So you're probably going to pay uh, $2,000 or $3,000 more than you were quoted. And rather than drive that far and have the aggravation, in fact, sometimes they count on you driving that far because you've been shopping, you're tired, you're worn out of your shoe leather, you know, you've been driving all over the place, you just want to buy the damn car and go home and be happy. So you go down there, fight the traffic, I-95, you're in Miami, and the, they spring it on you, and you say, the hell with it, where do I sign? That actually works for a lot of people, so don't take the drive uh, in fact, if you really want to be cool, have your husband impersonate the banker. Say, I'm Mr. Jones from uh, Chase, uh, Chase Bank, and um, I'm giving your wife a uh, check here to uh, uh, pick up her car. How much should that check be for? And that will verify whether or not he's telling you the truth. All right. Hey, Go ahead, Nancy. Our calls are... Oh, we're okay. no, more, we're, no more calls. No more calls. Okay. Uh, I want to go to uh, Jonathan, if it takes a second... Um, I have a visual aid um, from Gary, and he sent us a picture of a, um, it's a Tesla charger at home. Um, you can basically use any of your, any charging uh, uh, plug from an electric vehicle, and it will go into a Tesla uh, supercharger. So um, uh, Jonathan's putting that up on the, on the screen right there. So it's an adapter. So if you have a Hyundai and you want to charge at a Tesla supercharger, really? you can adapt into that. Oh, cool. Um, it looks like, do I see a price on it? I don't see the price, um, but it's called Electron Vortex Plug. It's a CCS adapter for Tesla chargers. Oh. Pretty cool. Looks like um, an old-time camera. Hmm? Looks like it an old-time like old camera. camera. Yes, yeah. doesn't it? And then there's another cool one, because this is a show on cars, and we have a lot of car aficionados, and I think... We might disappoint people because we don't talk a lot about classic cars that often, unless it's the Barracuda, which is a Plymouth, right? Okay, so here we got. I got a. He sent a picture from a car show. This is D in West Palm Beach, and um, I'll put. On, I'll just show you person. He sent this picture, and I correctly guessed that this was a 1959 Imperial Plymouth Belvedere. Oh, Belvedere. Belvedere. It's not, a, it's not an Imperial? I, I don't know if I'm right or not. Wow. I, I did the Google lens where you take a picture and you upload it to Google and it searches it for you. Uh-huh. And I, I found a picture that looked just like this. And they said it was a 59 uh, Buick Belvedere. Yeah. But, That's a beauty. Yeah, it sure is. So, hey, okay. Gary, we, we were able to get that oh, on the Oh, there you go. Yeah, we got that on the screen for you. Yeah. And I'm all caught up. I okay. think my dad used to drive us around. In that very car. Really? Yeah. It's like a he, was big, he was big on cars. Uh, you know, uh, folks, um, I've just been reminded that I'd like to share a uh, anonymous feedback with you. And uh, that oh. anonymous feedback, here it says, Our mystery shopping report for Ed Morse Delray Toyota. I give them an F. Once again, Nancy is the only one I agree <laughs> with. How can anyone get a passing grade? When they add junk fees, they'll never get me as a customer. I just keep buying from you guys. Um, You know, as far as this FTC is concerned and everything that's going on, these dealers claim that they're not doing anything wrong. Nothing. Nothing at all. 
So, um, you know, I really can't understand why they can't uh, go along with the FTC if they're doing nothing wrong and they're yeah. being honest and transparent. You know, we could just wrap this whole thing up and move forward and, Preach. you know, put this uh, mm. uh, this uh, cars rolled uh, fight in, into place. And uh, that'd be the end of the story. But uh, we know that's not true. Thanks for reminding me about anonymous feedback because there are some more here. Oh, great. I was just focusing on texts. Um, this is a very simple one here. I have a lock steering wheel, Rick. <laughs> I have a lock steering wheel, Rick. And I keep hearing something like a half click. A half click. I've been playing with the thing for days, gently turn, tuning, turning the wheel like your video shows, and it's still stuck. Is there anything else I should try? So he's, watch, uh, he's watching the video, um, which, by the way, has like a million views on YouTube. <laughs> a million and a half. Yeah. Half Might need to put just a little. Oh. Yeah. Um, they don't say whether it's a key or a smart start. Okay, right. Uh, a push button start. Because yours were your that video is kind of old. That's with a key. That's right. turning the key. However, and feeling that even with even with the the push button start, if there's enough of a bind on that steering wheel, it can overpower the motor and not allow it to release. Okay. So you might need to try put a little extra pressure. Uh, look to see which direction the wheels are turned and see how which way you want to go in that you need direction. to get more movement out of mm -hmm. and try to go in the direction that you get the most amount of movement from the steering wheel okay and try that to see if it will release okay and if not then it could be that that electric motor or the mechanic the mechanism it's gotta get looked at it may be seized up and, and you might stuck. have to towed yeah. in and have to flatbed it in or something yes um so I hope you're listening. Um, and it did say in your message that you've been gently. So try a little bit more pressure, like Rick said. Try to get some play in it. And if it is the motor, it, it might involve a, a tow and a repair. And by the way, on anonymous feedback, if you want to, you can get a reply yes. on yeah. anonymous feedback. But you have to ask for a reply. Yeah. We can't reply to anonymous feedback unless you say, yes, I want right. a reply. And that does not change the anonymity of it at all. We just, no. We're just putting filling in a box, and then the system finds, it, finds you because you, uh, I guess, you put your email in. It's got um, your secret code name. Here's something uh, that is um, an area that we have not gone in, and it's a big, uh, big rough and tumble car market, and that's Jacksonville. So the mystery shopper wants to know if uh, any chance we'll go up there. Yeah, there's a chance we'll go up there. <laughs> I mean, we want to go up there. Um, um, it's definitely on the list. Um, we've done the Tampa area. We've done the South Florida metro area. Um, we've done the Orlando area, the last Florida metro area. Because I don't consider Tallahassee, Tallahassee's not one. Uh, Jacksonville is, and it's the biggest city in America, and they got a lot of car dealerships there. I think we by talked, land area, right? Yeah, we talked last week about going to Sebring. Yeah, Sebring. I think we a long time ago. I think we did an Alan, Alan Jay. Yeah, Alan Jay a long time ago. A long he, time ago. He's got ago. a bunch of dealerships there. Okay, folks. Um, the studio. I got one more. You have one more. Well, maybe two more. Uh, nice to see auto insurance companies are starting to charge thousand dollars per month for electric cars due to fire risk and cost to repair uh, several are no longer insuring electric cars i haven't heard anything about that have you heard about that yeah it's, it's, uh, i mean it, uh, i i saw the anonymous feedback uh you know it certainly costs more money to insure an electric car um but uh it, it's just fodder for the electric yeah, car is, haters I, I just i didn't yeah. know the first part 
the first part, I mean, there's a little sarcasm, but yeah. the second part says, I assume homeowner and rental insurances will also increase a lot as the four-wheeled firebombs continue to blow up. Reminds me of the saying, there's a sucker born every day. Yeah. yeah I mean, I it, it's right. amazing the people that hate Tesla. There was just a guy, they just uh, arrested a guy in Miami because uh, he tried to firebomb a Tesla dealership or something. Uh, he, had, he, was, he, he was driving a pickup truck. I can't remember uh, where he was from, but uh, there's this, there's this uh, political, it's almost like a politically inspired animosity toward electric vehicles. And, uh, and they, they look for every little loophole. Hey, listen, whether you like it or not, you're going to be driving an electric vehicle in 25 years. You won't be able to buy anything else. Uh, it's going to be illegal to sell combustion engine cars in 25 years, so it's inevitable. Right. You know, you know what's kind of sad is I'm, I'm on Reddit and in the Tesla group and electric vehicle groups. The amount of people that have posted videos of their Teslas that show just a random person walking up and taking a, 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 key, or a key or some other jagged mount and just dragging yeah. it along the car, yeah. vandalizing cars because it's an electric vehicle. Yeah. Hey. Like your car it looks like people have like just hate you. Yeah. It's like people yeah. come I think on. I, I think I was talking I've never about that my last car. year. People are just coming up and messing your car up, man. All right, one more and this is uh you're like this is this is the perfect use for anonymous feedback. Um uh, it says everyone in the industry says Everyone in the industry says the last day of the year is the best day to get a good deal on a new car because the dealership might hit a year-end bonus. Uh, but with your dealership specifically, you never charge more than MSRP during the inventory shortages, and you're still not discounting from MSRP. If someone comes in looking for a deal at the end of the year, would you guys give a discount on a new car, and would you give much more on a trade than you would like? I know that the MSRP on a new Toyota is still a good deal. Uh, but the trade values have gone way down, and, not going, and I'm not going to buy a new Toyota if my trade isn't high enough. I'm not going to shop the trade in anywhere else because I don't want to pay sales tax. I understand that your used car department doesn't want to break even on cars, but if you're getting full pop, as Earl would say, on the new car, would you pay more than you really want for the trade? Well, you know, we, we might lower our prices at the end of the year. But if we did, we'd lower, lower our prices for everybody. We charge everybody the same price. We put our market uh, uh, price, our lowest price, on every car. If the President of the United States or the, or the Prime Minister of England came in, they'd pay the same price you would. So, uh, yeah, uh, prices are coming down. And by uh, the end of the year, uh, there may be some adjustments, but it will be uh, it, it, it might be above MSRP or below. Right now, we're using MSRP, but uh, at the end of the year, it, it might change. I don't know. The only reason you, MSRP, it's an easy to communicate number, and it yeah. happens to be the lowest price in the market right now. And like Earl says, that's not going to last for long. It's it's we we see things here and there, but right now we're we're priced because we know that we are the lowest. We don't. We're not. You know, we're. Uh, we want to make sure that we continue growing our customers and also servicing and our existing customers. And we do the same customers. thing with used cars, by the way. We put same our market thing. price, of uh, competitive yeah. market price on the used cars, and we do adjust them downward right. uh, when they don't sell. But everybody pays mm -hmm. on a particular used car 
everybody pays the same low price for that uh, yep. that used car. And uh, no, if you have a car that's extremely, uh, we want that used car really bad. Uh, we're just going to give you as much money as we can possibly afford. The new car price is not going to change. Right. You know, we yeah. and used the used car, car price car, stands on its own legs. New car price stands on its own right. legs. And the trade-in that you're talking about is um, is also when we appraise a car, we're appraising it towards towards the market value the best that we can, and um, we um, so we don't play games with the the number there. Um, that's another form of discounting that other dealerships yeah. do. It's part of the flim flim negotiating. It's a shell game. And, and you uh, should shop and compare yeah. the used car appraisal we give you with all the other places that you have time to do. Go to other, got a couple Toyota dealers, uh, go to CarMax, go to Vroom, go to WeBuyAnyCar.com, get the best price you can on your trade-in. And if we can match yeah. that, then trade it in. If not, sell it on your own. One important caveat. Yeah. You have to make sure you get a price from the dealer that you're talking about what they would buy your car for in cash and not, not a trade-in allowance because that's oh, yeah. that's and, another and number to play with. And you're going to lose all the trade-in. Great yeah. information. Uh, as usual, Stu has informed the audience along with the recovering car dealer. We have a mystery shopping report to get to from uh, the uh, Brayman in Jupiter. We also have to get to uh, our dog, our dog of the week from Big Dog Ranch. Uh, you can go to Big Dog Ranch and you can view dog of the, dogs of the week. Uh, you can go to www.bdrr.org and you can see all the dogs that they have there. Uh, this morning, we've got Scooby. Scooby's coming to us uh, via video. He's a mixed breed. He's a pointer. And uh, he is just about two years old. And uh, he's looking, he's really looking to get adopted. And uh, he's been on the streets in Redland. And uh, that's uh, near Miami. And uh, he ended up in a good place. That's Big Dog Ranch. And you know that uh, they are a no-kill, no-kill and uh, they, uh, it's an amazing place. And uh, well, here you go. Put up uh, Scooby. Hi, I'm Natalie from Big Dog Ranch Rescue, and today we have Scooby. Scooby was rescued from the Redlands in Florida. He's about two years old. He was found as a stray, kind of roaming the streets. Um, it's a big dumping area for dogs down in Florida, um, which is one of the reasons why we rescue a lot from the Redlands. But as you can see, Scooby is a really great boy. We love him here because he does love to give hugs. He's great with other dogs, which makes him a great companion. Um, we have other dogs barking out here, as you can see. So he's pretty curious, but he's really a sweetheart. I actually really hope that he finds a forever home this holiday season. And he's noticing a whole lot of ruckus going on out there. Hi, buddy. Want to give hugs? Come here. Come on. Hi. I know. He's such a sweetheart. I really think he would be great for any family that has a nice yard because he does like to run around. He's great with, um, like I said, other dogs. He's sweet. Um, he's more of a playful, still a young dog, but he is absolutely adorable and loves to play with his toys, loves to run around, and is great with people as well. So please visit our website at bdrr.org adopt to come here and meet Scooby and hopefully find a forever home for him this holiday yeah. season. Makes you want Thank to stay you. away from his tail. <laughs> I love his tail. Yeah, that's Don't Scooby, have, uh, yeah, ladies uh, and gentlemen. And we do pay the adoption fees. And uh, when you're finished listening and watching that video, click uh, 
on the bottom of the video and share it with everyone because there may be somebody out there who hasn't seen it and uh, are you know interested in Scooby who is two years old and uh, look at him isn't he beautiful yeah, he looks like is he, they, he part lab right it's got to be uh, he's a pointer mixed breed yeah there's some lab in there yeah he's uh for the for our uh, radio listeners um, I want you to close your eyes not if you're driving um, imagine a uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you say about sixty pounds? That looked like 60, a, 64 looked like pounds. a sixty pound, you know, about a you know a three foot tall uh, lab like dog, but with spots like a big like a tan spot with a lighter co- color coat. Really young puppyish looking, yeah. very cute. Scooby Doo tail. Scooby Doo. <laughs> Ruby Ruby Ruby. Go to Big Dog Ranch Rescue and uh, look at the dog of the week. As I said, we do pay uh, the adoption fees. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. Best get going here. We've got to get to our mystery shopping report. And uh, Agent Lightning went to uh, Jupiter and visited Bremen BMW. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Yeah, there's two uh, Bremen BMWs real close to each other. This is the one in Jupiter, Florida. Speaking of the first person, is if I were Agent Lightning. I arrived early in the afternoon, and when no one approached me, I went to the customer service desk. The young lady welcomed me just as the salesman walked up and introduced himself as Stephen. I started the conversation by expressing my interest in their finance deals. I was trying to figure out what finance specials you have going on right now, but I found your website a bit unfriendly. Hmm. Stephen responded with enthusiasm. Why don't you follow me to my desk? I'll be glad to pull it up on my computer, show exactly what we have. As we walked, he shared some information I'm not allowed to quote any type of interest rates to you. It's against the law in Florida. Well, this simply isn't true, and I think he's a new salesperson, and I don't think it was uh, with any malice. Uh, But he says it's against the law unless it's black and white on my computer screen. I'm not sure what that means either, but uh, again, I think that's innocent. at his desk, Stephen attempted to show me the available cars on their website. He seemed surprised to see um, see dealer for details, so he didn't know that was there. Uh, excusing himself, he went to speak with a finance officer. That's one of the reasons I'm pretty sure he's new. Returned a few minutes later. We just had a class on this. There he goes. He's being you know, trained as he, as he works. Uh, without running your credit, I won't be able to give you any finance rates. Well, that makes sense. I mean... Uh, that's what he should have said in the first place. Yeah. yeah. You can give him an estimate. Yeah. I acknowledge this. I understand. I'd like to move forward with seeing the different models available. Stephen then explained the inventory situation. As far as new vehicles go, we don't have a lot of inventory. Our West Palm Beach location is also selling our inventory, and it's moving pretty fast. Uh, for you folks in this area, this is BMW City, Palm Beach County. Yes. They're, uh, they're all over the place. And... Uh, uh, it's, I think, the world's largest and second largest BMW dealers are in South Florida. BM, uh, Vista, I think, is yeah, one, and, BM, and Bremen is the other. I explained interest in one of the models on the showroom floor. It was a beauty, a new 2024 BMW 230i with a big green bow on the hood, wrapped like a gift under the tree for me. The Monroni label had been removed, no surprise. Uh, from the side window, but it was laminated and lying on the windshield, securely, firmly, expertly in place with the windshield wiper. The MSRP of the vehicle was $46,395. Yeah, that's not a very expensive BMW, is it? No. 
$46,395. The average car today is about that. So. By the way, it was, it was 44000 Oh, 44000 yeah. Well, no wonder it was. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I might have screwed everything up. It is 46395 Yeah. And then, yes. Okay, so when you get down there, Lower, there was a more of a discount, so just okay, keep that so in mind. Okay, so I told them it was right in my price range. I asked what I could expect to buy it for. I said I'm probably going to do cash, but I am a little curious about financing. Stephen offered to do the price sheet for me. I could do a price sheet for you, but I won't be able to give you the finance details. That'd be great. Rates are probably too high now anyway, I replied. Stephen uh, briefly left, returned with a worksheet. It was different than most worksheets. The left side summarized the purchase vehicle price was MSRP 44. It's 46, but yeah, it was just a typo there. 46. Everything else was right. Okay, so the the real MSRP was 46 395. Uh, uh, there were 988 dollars in optional items, mm-hmm. and 4,861 dollars and 59 cents in taxes and fees. Now we get into the smoke. The smoke is beginning to uh, circulate. The actual terms listed below is $199 for nitrogen. Now, we were talking earlier with the FTC, you can't charge people for BS, and that's what it is. $199 for nitrogen, and listen to this, $799 for permaplate, so they waxed your car. Uh, The tax and fees, including a $989 pre-delivery service charge, junk fee, BS, uh, $414, for tag title processing, which we found out is a private tag agency, which Brayman probably owns. <laughs> and so he makes a profit on his private tag agency and charges you for it. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, Brayman's real price uh, was what, 48000 No, that's right. This is correct. 46000 uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 48000 yeah. 48000 So we got the. So I, it's, it's $2,401 over MSRP. Is that right? Yes. Okay. $2,401 over MSRP. He then discussed additional options, but with an extra twist, he pointed out, I don't have to buy the extra equipment. Uh, well, that's nice. Uh, we have optional items on the worksheet that you can decline if you don't see value in them, but we do offer them uh, to all of our customers on used and new vehicles. Uh, well, the FTC thing goes into effect, that would have to have been stated clearly and conspicuously at the very beginning right. of the transaction. On the car. Yeah, it's on the car. At this point here, uh, he may or may not have told you if you said, I'm going to buy it. In fact, he would not have told you right. <laughs> if you said you were going to buy it. He's coming off the price by admitting that some of this other stuff doesn't have to be bought. But it was nice that he proactively did it. Yeah, yeah, he did. He pointed uh, it he, out. He, he could probably see the look in right, we don't know. face. <laughs> right, but what the body language was. He, he suggests I researched the value of nitrogen-filled tires, and which space agent lightning will should have said, I did. In consumer reports, they say it's worthless. But that would have ruined Stephen's day. So right. She I've never run that. into somebody <laughs> brandishing a consumer report. I like report. this. We empty all our tires that come from the manufacturers and refill them with nitrogen. Wow, so they, what they a waste a, of labor. They have a, uh, they, yeah, they have this uh, assembly line, and they got some guy emptying the tires. <laughs> I think it's the machine. When you buy the nitrofill machine, uh, I think uh, it has a sucking and uh, pumping uh, action, am right? I wrong? Yeah. You can't possibly empty a tire, can you? 
with the, with the machines. Not, you can't even, even with that machine. You have yeah. to destroy. You're the not going to create yeah. right empty well, a, a vacuum. It, what would happen is if you actually got a full 100% vacuum in there, it would yeah. pop off the it'd rim. It pop the beads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, guys. It come wasn't on. so often about junk trains. You know for sure mentioned. that they're doing that and they're able to do it. They're not popping the beads. My Everybody's comment. talking. I'm supposed to be the mystery shopping report. <laughs> my uh, comment. Yeah. I'm getting ready for my vote. I mentioned having to get my husband on board before making a move. I need to try to sell my husband buying a new car versus fixing my car that's in the garage right now. Steve was just acting quickly. You might want to call him. They always do that. Call the husband uh, or take the car to the husband or we will go talk to your husband. Yeah, or, every week. Yeah, I'll, I'll interrupt his business meeting. They always want to get both decision makers there. Our inventory is moving really fast, may not be available for very long. Mm-hmm. I thanked him but explained that my husband was extremely busy. I need to talk to my husband first, and he's not available right now. Stephen concluded our meeting courteously. Thank you for coming in today. Please make sure you have my business card. Call me if you decide to move forward as soon as possible. All our prices are negotiable. <laughs> it ain't going to be pretty soon. July, they ain't going to be negotiable. You're going to have a price, and that's going to be the price. I'm happy to go to see my sales manager with an offer. It's the end of the year, and we're trying to make deals. So... Too little, too late. Now we vote, and uh, we vote on the curve. So please don't give somebody an F because you don't like them, but uh, give them an F because they're the worst dealer you heard of, uh, the worst BMW or whatever dealer. Uh, average dealer is pretty bad. So the C, it can be for an average dealer. Uh, give an A if they're uh, incredibly incredibly good okay folks you can vote at 772-497-6530 we'd love to hear from you how do you feel how do you feel about all these uh junk fees and focus fees and everything in between that's mystery shop of bremen bmw in jupiter okay Okay. um they're coming in i got uh bob c for bremen bmw typical of most dealers i'm 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 starting I, I think that's how I feel, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the other grades. Jonathan and Palm Coast. He's pretty tough. This dealership charges $500 for air in their tires. That's all I need to hear to give them an F and avoid them at all costs. The other fraudulent fees are icing on the overpriced cake. Cake that I will not be eating. No, he's a cake I will not be paying for. <laughs> John could feel my heat from yeah, here. Yeah, wow, because he, he did change. He changed my mind. Not changed my mind. He changed my feeling. It's the it's the nitrogen thing because it's such an insult. It, but I have to keep in mind it's the same thing. It might as well be a Dorage guard. It's not a real thing. It's just it, it's all the same thing, and it's all typical. I'm sticking with the C. Okay. Got Tom Stickle says C minus. Bring my wallet to pay for junk fees. Nitrogen is the major downgrade. Why can't upscaled car dealers be respectful to their customers like J M Lexus? Joseph Kelleher, D. Uh, let's see here. Uh, waiting for grades to come in, but James Fronte did say, I can go to my local Costco in St. Augustine and get nitrogen for free. What jerks these Florida new car dealers are. July 30th can't come fast enough. Guy Larrabee says, because of the junk fees, I give them an F. Uh, for me, I'm C minus. Because I, I think they're they're playing a little bit of games there, but yeah. he did say they're 
op the, the nitrogen is optional, and you can tell them take that fee away. There's still I, they did. It still feels like it's done backwards. I mean, we hate addendums, but if you're going to do that, add that to your buyer's order, then it should there should be an addendum. So uh, hello, what if Agent Lightning decided to walk in the showroom, saw the addendum on the car in the showroom, and decided to turn around and walk right out? Um, yeah. She had no knowledge of what was going to happen until she was already engaged in a sitting down um, with a salesperson. So um, I'm I'm adjusting mine to I want a uh, C minus. I think this was an example of a dealership owned by the same party a few miles apart that are different. It seems to me our previous experiences with Bremen in uh, Palm Beach Gardens is that where they are West Palm Beach. Uh, <coughs> uh, the other Bremen BMW seems to be a little smoother and. Uh, and by that in a positive sense yeah. than the one in Jupiter. That was a little little rough around the edges, but that could be because of a new salesperson. Okay, Nancy. Yes, yeah, yes. Uh, we're running out of time here. You know, I want to be perfectly clear. Uh, my vote Saturday in, Saturday out is not because maybe aesthetically, hmm, I really like the dealership or maybe the salesperson's name, so on and so forth. My vote is because you know, of the, all of the shenanigans that is going on in FTC, boy, I'll tell you what, I'm right in your lane. And, uh, you, you know, uh, for instance, it's against the law. It's against the law in Florida, you know, to even talk about interest rates. Another thing, who believes that they're emptying they're they're emptying nitrogen from the tires i mean are we idiots and for that i'm very honest they get an f from me google just glitched but it gave me a whole bunch of grades i'm gonna read through them real fast okay. tim gilliland c minus brian sedletko bmw broke my wallet lower the fees d johnny z fraidley looks like a new bmw and has nitrogen in the Tires, D for me. T-Cash, F for no free air. Mark Smith, I give him a D. Cliff, big fat F. Extra fees, a joke. James Fronte, D is my vote. Too many hidden fees. Negotiate on the phone with the GSM people before stepping foot in any new car dealer. T-Cash says Bavarian money waster. <laughs> Mark Smith, definitely a D. And... Cliff says, you rock, Nancy. And that's what we've got. Well, that's reassuring, you know, because Nancy's like I said, we didn't, we got. She got a compliment uh, from the I'm anonymous really, feedback. I'm, I'm looked on uh, as, uh, you know, the, the person Widow. that votes on these uh, outrageous mystery shopping reports. Oh, we've had some great ones. There's some great dealers out there. But there's way too many dealers that are just not transparent at this point. They're not honest in any way, and they're looking to take advantage of you. C minus. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are out of time. I want to thank you for joining Earl Stewart on Cars. Stay tuned next week at the same time, 8 a.m. We'll be right here on Saturday morning. Have a great weekend, everyone.